0: Right here on Radio 3 for a Friday morning, just after 11 minutes past 11. I'd like to invite you to join us on Facebook Live, especially if you're a, a sport uh, fan, sport nut, because Danny Hicks is there and he's waiting for us right now. Danny, good morning, sports and all. Good
1: morning, Phil. How's yeah, it- sports and all. a lot of it going on. First time I've been able to say that, really, in a long time with COVID and whatever. Uh, um, no, not least of which the, the Australian Open starts on monday the first tennis grand slam of the year you may be able to see over my uh, left shoulder here we've got some warm-up matches in progress Serena, <laughs> here
0: you over your Daniel left shoulder Collins. danny broadcasts sports and all from a nerve center
1: <laughs> called
0: his lounge <laughs> from
1: my uh, <laughs> from mission control Chun um she's 5-2 up in the first set uh quarterfinal of the one on warm-up events there but of course the big news yesterday was that all play was cancelled in these warm-up events in Melbourne Park. It's been a really checkered build-up to the Australian Open. It's already delayed three weeks because of the pandemic. Should have been kicking off on January the 18th. In fact, we should be all over by now. I should be there. I normally go every year, bringing you it live from Melbourne Park, but obviously uh, quarantine, COVID and I missed
0: travel- out your Facebook uh, pictures this year, Danny, of here's me having a beer at Rod Laver. Here's me having a beer at <laughs> Melbourne Park.
1: No, I, I I don't, feel drink don't drink well. <laughs> You know that. Um, and uh, no, it is a long two weeks, but uh, going to be covering it from here. But um, yeah, the news this week on Wednesday, there was a COVID uh, positive test uh, from a hotel worker in the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Melbourne, one of the players' hotels for the tournament. And the Australian Open went into mega wibble lockdown mode <laughs> yeah. um, straight away. Uh, all play was suspended yesterday in the warm up events. 600 uh, players and their entourages had to take COVID tests, which have all proved negative. So they're all back uh, playing again today. But it just shows you uh, the difficulties of putting on an international multi, uh, you know, a a big event like this when we're in the middle of a pandemic. And And I cast my mind forward, we've talked about this the last few weeks, to the Olympics and you know, we're having all these problems in Melbourne and the, and the tournament delayed, and players complain about quarantine and all the associated things. We're going to see a very different Australian Open. Mm. Um, no line judges, for example. Everything is being done electronically, calling uh, from Hawkeye this year, um, which means there's fewer people on court and obviously fewer. You won't see handshakes. You'll see racket taps. No handshakes with the umpires. Ball kids won't be handling towels to, to players, which I think is a good thing. Go and get your own towel. You're paying <laughs> enough money. Um, but, you know, I think about this and, and all the problems. Uh, and you think of the Olympics when you've got 11,000 athletes, not, yeah. you know, a few hundred all over a city of 30 million people, one of the densest cities on earth, one of the busiest cities on earth. And um, the Olympic playbooks are coming out this week. with we sort of guides for us in the media and, and participants as to what to do. We're, we're being told we're not allowed to take public transport, only official transport. We've got to stay in yeah. our hotel rooms if we're not at events. We have to submit 14 days in advance uh, an itinerary of where we're going to be every day, at what time, what events we're going to be covering and so on. So it's going to be a very different experience covering the Olympics this year. That's if it goes ahead, and that's by no means certain at the moment. But anyway, fingers crossed, no more COVID cases in Melbourne, uh, and the Australian Open gets underway, which the first match is 11 o'clock Monday morning. The draw takes place later today. That's 8 o'clock in the morning, our time on Monday. Mm. Um, But that's not the only thing that's going to be happening on Monday morning, early our time, because, uh, of course, it's Super Bowl weekend in the United States, of the the biggest sporting events of the year globally for tv audiences and the rest uh worldwide uh 7 30 in the morning hong kong monday morning if you want to watch that sunday super bowl sunday in america 55th super bowl this year and it is the tampa bay buccaneers and none other than tom brady uh he's led the tampa bay buccaneers to the super bowl against the kansas city chiefs who won it last year with the sort of young pretender quarterback patrick mahomes and tom brady i mean can you believe it? He mean, just continues to set records. 43 years old and 188 days he will be on Sunday when he takes the field. That is the oldest player ever to play in a Super Bowl. It's his 10th appearance in a Super Bowl, or more than any other player in history. Mm-hmm. And if he wins, it will be a seventh championship, which is you know unheard of. He's six with, with uh, the New England Patriots, of course, in his in his previous life. And everyone thought after the last one, that would be it. He'd hang out, you know, two years ago for the Patriots. Um, that would be it at 41 years old. He'd, uh, you know, he'd hang up his helmet and uh, disappear off into the sunset, playing pro celebrity golf and, uh, and all the rest of it, the stuff that he does, but no, uh, went off to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and as guided them to the Super Bowl almost unbelievably. And they will, be at home the Super Bowl is in Tampa and they'll be the first team to play a home Super Bowl as well so all sorts of you know dominoes falling into place for him and uh, but seven championships in any of the major sports in America is kind of well it is unheard of Michael Jordan had six NBA championships and of course the comparisons with the the all-time greats Tom Brady, Michael Jordan have been going on this week. And, uh, you know, Tom Brady has been asked about that this week. Well, Michael's one of my sports idols. So I think he's pretty incredible. And I think um, for me, it's just, it's about being a part of a lot of great teams to have the opportunity to play in this game um, means a lot to me. It just, it's a lot of commitment sacrificed by a lot of guys. And obviously we're one game away from uh, the ultimate goal in this sport. And um, I've been a part of that ultimate goal six other times. So they're all different. They've all meant something a little bit different to me. They've all been very unique. It'd just be cool to accomplish it this time. I don't compare them to the other times. Those were all magical moments in my life. And, and uh, hopefully we can finish this season strong
0: and you know win a Super Bowl. Uh,
1: it's amazing to think, really, that when Tom Brady arrived at the New England Patriots back in the uh... Well, back in the 2000 draft, 21 years ago, he was drafted by the New England Patriots. He was the 199th pick in the draft. It's like third or fourth string quarterback. And uh, suddenly he got his chance uh, the following year when there was an injury to Drew Bledsoe and a couple of others who were ahead of him in the pecking order. And he kept his place. He was that good and led the Patriots their first ever Super Bowl the following year in 2002 that seems funny doesn't it to say first ever because he then went on to win five more with the patriots and they've become one of the if not the most successful franchise in the history of american footballs but uh, you know two decade reign at the top and uh, quite incredible but he's up against the sort of young pretender to his throne patrick mahomes who led the kansas city chiefs to the super bowl last year uh, against the uh, uh, against san francisco 49ers uh, a year ago, and Patrick Mahomes, just 25, and, and he can enter the history books as well by being the first uh, quarterback aged 25 or under to win two Super Bowls. Um, and the, the age difference between them, I've just written it down here because it's mm-hmm. quite astonishing they're 18 years and 45 days between them, which, you know, when you're into all these records, which we love in American sport because they're full of stuff, is the largest gap ever. Uh, it time-wise between the it's the, the birthdays two son opposing quarters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's older <laughs> More than or less. his dad. Literally, when and think when he was drafted by, you know, the New England Patriots, uh, Patrick Mahomes would have been what four years old. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's quite incredible. But uh, Patrick's obviously been asked about the influence of of Tom Brady, and uh, he said, you know, how could he be anything but an inspiration to your career? Yeah, I mean, if you're a young athlete um, and you play any sport and you don't look up to guys like uh, Tom Brady, then you're crazy. I mean, the guy that's had success uh, year in and year out uh, continues to make himself better and not be satisfied with where he's at. Um, he's, the, he's the type of uh, greatness that you strive to, to, be, to be like and to be towards as you grow up. And so uh, for me, uh, I grew up watching him play and uh, he's still here playing and he's still at the top of the game. Um, so for me, I just, I just continue to watch him and watch the things that he does on and off the field in order to figure out the best way to make me the best player possible. So always great stories in the Super Bowl, isn't it? Like I, I grew up watching him playing and now he plays against him in the Super Bowl. Uh, what, a, what a story we've got again. And uh, like I say, 7.30, Monday morning that starts. I noticed around Chai where I work and place like that, lots of bars advertising it because uh, uh, it will beat the 6 p.m. curfew quite handily on, on the pubs opening so uh if you fancy that will watching really help them out won't it i think in the pub. it could do it could do couldn't it and um obviously stay social distance and all that and 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 book your tables and so on but uh, <laughs> it's one to enjoy and and then when the super bowl's finished you can watch the australian open tennis because that will be going on or the england india test match because that will be going on that starts in about an hour's time there's yeah. so much sport going on. At the moment. Or if you like, you can watch the highlights of the Six Nations rugby because the Six Nations starts up this weekend, which is, uh, you know, rugby very dear to our hearts here in Hong Kong, of course. And uh, starts with the Calcutta Cup. England v Scotland. Where's Robbie when I need him to uh, to have a chat? <laughs> Where's with Robbie us? when um, I need him. Yeah, uh, but the Six Nations. I mean, it seems strange to be saying it, but because it only seems a couple of months since the last one finished, when Ireland had their last match in was it only two months ago. In, in the Six Nations because of the delays due to COVID, but starting again. Uh, yeah, England v Fr- uh, England v Scotland at, at Twickenham, the oldest fixture in international sport. Mm-hmm. And it will be the 150th anniversary of that particular fixture. The first time they met was in Edinburgh in 1871. And before you ask, no, I wasn't old enough to remember oh, that. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trouble is for Scotland. They haven't won at Twickenham since 1983, would you believe? Oh, and well. uh, it's not a happy hunting ground for them. Um, always some interesting little sidelines of stories in this. And the two centres on either side are ones to watch. Ollie Lawrence making his debut for or making his starting debut for England, and Cameron Redpath uh, starting for Scotland for the first time. They're both 21, and they both played together for England under 20s a couple of years ago, would you believe? Because Redpath was uh, 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 has grown up in England. But he has Scottish heritage, so he's elected to play for Scotland at senior level, so Mm -hmm. now they'll be on opposing sides. So Ollie Lawrence and Cameron Redpath in the centres, having played together all through their school days and into the England junior rank. So uh, nice little story there. Uh, Owen Farrell, England captain, restored to number 10. A little bit of a chat. Is is this a portent of something for the future? Because um, he's been preferred at centre recently by Eddie Jones since the World Cup, really, and uh, George Ford at fly half. But Farrell back to fly half, quite a power pack centres for England there. I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, But there's a lot of injuries in the pack for, a lot of missing people in the pack for England. They've got uh, suspensions. They've also got uh, Carl Sinkler missing. Joe Marler's withdrawn for personal reasons. There's all sorts going on. Unfortunately, no crowds in the Six Nations this year. But England, Scotland, if you want to watch that, that's tomorrow at, uh, let's have a look, 2.15 kickoff, at uh, sorry, 4.45 kickoff Twicking and I'm getting confused here. Uh that's what? It's quarter to one in the morning our time.
0: All right then. Well, we've got about six more minutes together with Danny. I know what's going on. You haven't mentioned footy or f1, so nobody's chipping in. Uh, Join us on Facebook Live if you've got anything to say. <laughs> it doesn't have to be about the Super Bowl, but or the Aussie open or whether, whether Aussie closed, you know. Yeah, anything I, you
1: know. You want, really. Anything anything tickles your fancy. There's plenty to talk about in football, but I just thought with such such a lot of other sport going on this week. I'd I'd, I'd give that a give that an airing for a change but uh just say also in the six nations this weekend on sunday we've got wales v ireland uh england obviously the champions going into this and uh and france are the sort of pretenders to the throne they they start off in italy tomorrow but wales against ireland that's another cracking match on on sunday that's a little bit more friendly to us 11 o'clock at night that will start our time and um you know, uh, interesting to see Johnny Sexton fit for, for Ireland, uh, the captain, which is good. There was a doubt over him. he got a hamstring injury recently. Mm. And uh, George North probably going to play in the centres for Wales. Their, their teams are not announced till later on today, so we're not quite sure what the coaches are looking at there. Um, but-
0: Just chuck in a message from Mike. He might get you going here, Danny. Yeah. He says, hello, Danny. Don't forget that Mourinho, as a manager, rarely stays anywhere more than a couple of years. Mike, shed-end survivor.
1: Yeah, and Tottenham and and Mourinho losing two games at home in a row for the first time in his managerial career with Tottenham losing to Chelsea overnight. Three defeats in a row. I think there's a long-term project going on there, though. Levy's not one at Spurs to to hire and fire Mm -hmm. willy-nilly. He gave Pochettino five years and he didn't win a trophy and then he was gone. So I think there's there's more. You know, Harry Kane now. Um, not I, mean, I didn't think Spurs were a title side at all this season um, I think they, their best chances are in the Cups and I still believe that the title's gone obviously now with three defeats in a row if you want to talk about football then see one cracking game on Sunday Liverpool v Man City and they're going to be absolutely pivotal with Liverpool losing to Brighton uh, last night, night before last and uh, Man City going great guns what, 13 wins in a row at the top um, if Man City win that on Sunday, I, I think it's game set and match, Man City to be honest, despite Man United beating Southampton 9-0 this week, you know, because Man City will be 10 points clear of, of Liverpool with a game in hand and they will be, just looking at the table here, they will be 6 points clear of, of Man United if they win that game in hand, so you know, it's looking like Man City, but we said earlier in the season it's looking like Liverpool again and there's many twists and turns to come, it's very strange without crowds, home at Vardens, doesn't seem to to play into it so much and uh, just looking over my shoulder it looks like serena's taking the first set in that match by the way in the, in melbourne um uh but you know many twists and turns yet but it really does look like manchester city have uh, have overcome a wobble at the start of the season they're playing the best football now they're playing the most consistent football and that that's what when you start we're halfway through the season again hmm. it's over the halfway point so plenty of games to go yet but it stays like this for another half dozen six seven games then i think man city um you know you can you can give them the title by easter probably um just to say in in other sport going on this weekend well we got like i say there's a lot of cricket going on england start uh, joe root the england captain will win his hundredth cap in a well the match starts in what half an hour just over half an hour's time in india the toss will be happening very very soon Um, England looking for a rare series win in India. India will be back to full strength, having and buoyant, really, triumphant, having beaten Australia with with their sort of walking wounded down under last month. Um, They'll be going into it very hot. First test in Chennai, uh, second test also in Chennai, and then there's the final two tests are in Ahmedabad, which has the largest, new largest cricket stadium in the world, opened by one Donald Trump, bizarrely. Last year or the year before, that's a nice um, thing, isn't it? And they're hoping to have crowds back for that, which is just as well, really, because it holds like 120,000 people. It's going to seem very strange if that's empty, you know, I made about for the third and fourth test. So uh, England v India, Joe Root v uh, Virat Kohli, uh, lots at stake, not least a, a place in the world, the new World Test Championship final, which uh, New Zealand have already reached courtesy of Australia calling off their tour. To South Africa this week, so plenty, plenty going on in sport. Fingers crossed, no more COVID interventions in the tennis, and uh, we get that underway on Monday.
0: All right then, Mike. Uh, hope that hope that helped. Um, Mourinho as a manager doesn't stay anywhere than a couple of Mourinho years. How, of how, signif- man, yeah. how significant is that in terms of what you're saying this morning?
1: He, te- he tends to stay three years, doesn't he? He tends to he tends to not do much first season win a trophy second season whether it be a cup or whatever and then uh if he if he's not going to win the league then he's he's gone uh third or fourth season however he is getting older now <laughs> he is he does seem quite settled at spurs um how long the spurs fans of course i am one of them will, will tolerate this kind of you know eking out wins or well, how long will you tolerate pitch? it danny
0: there you go horse's mouth.
1: Um, I I I think the key is whether he can keep all the players there. You know, we see how we see how difficult it is for Tottenham without Harry Kane. Um he's injured at the moment. Mm. And if he was to go at the end of the season he is he is pretty much irreplaceable unless you, you're gonna break the bank, which obviously they're not gonna do with a new stadium to finance and no money coming in through the gate at the moment. So, you know, it remains to be seen, but um they're still in all the cups. They're still in the Europa League. They can still qualify for the Champions League by winning the Europa League. Yep. Um, he did that with Manchester United in his first season. So that may be the goal for this season for us Spurs fans. And
0: that's just sport. Thanks very much, Danny. We'll do it all again next week. Danny Hicks with Sports and All here on The Morning Brew. Let's get to the news and the weather.